Hey there, sister friend. I have a huge favor to ask of you. If you have been a listener for two or three episodes now, and we've been hanging out right up in here any number of weeks or perhaps even months, girl, have you left a written review for this podcast yet? This is something that truly lights my heart up. Every time I see your comments and what you guys think of this show and your favorite episodes and which ones have inspired you or supported you on your journey or perhaps even changed your heart or helped you reframe a situation in some way in your life, then I'm going to ask a huge favor of you right now. If you have not done so yet, will you please press pause on this episode and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the Apple podcast app and leave a quick review of this show and how it's impacted you. I would love to hear from you. And if you want to do me one more favor, take a screenshot of this episode and post up in your stories on Instagram or even share it on Facebook. Sister, this is the best and only way that I know that this show is touching your heart. And let's be real. It's what keeps me going and keeps Keeps me excited about showing up for you week after week after week. I know that we're all busy, but if you can do this for me, that will bless me more than you know. I can't thank you enough. All right, now let's get on with the show. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Shine with Franny show, sweet sister friend. I am so glad you are here and you are in for a treat today. Might as well be Halloween or Valentine's Day because you are getting to hear from my dear, sweet friend, Michelle. Michelle Witterid is here with us today. And so welcome to you, dear. Thanks, Franny. It's good to be here. I am so glad to have you now. Y'all can't see her, but she's just darling as anything. And Michelle and I met last year and y'all have heard me joke that if only my uh, dating relationships were as successful as my online friendships, I would be golden. But Michelle and I met actually last year through a mutual friend through her podcast. You've actually heard my friend Katie share. And then Michelle and I met through that. And then we actually had the privilege and honor of meeting not too long ago. Michelle lives outside of Washington, DC, and I was there for an event. And so we got to meet in person. So you guys, people say that the internet is bad and they're all bad things from it, but I just say you can use it as a tool as well. So use it as a tool to connect with people. So Michelle, I am so glad you're here because tonight we are going to be talking about breakthroughs. That is our theme for the month of March. We know that in the Hebrew month, it is all about transformation. We know that God wants to bless us as literally sons and daughters of the King. He wants to give us good goodness. He wants to give us, we have goodness. We just, you know, evil enters the world. And so Michelle is going to share her breakthrough story, which when she shared with me, I was like, girl, you do realize this is not normal, right? (laughs) And so I thought there's no better person that I need to have to to share than Michelle. So Michelle, I'm going to kind of move out of the way and let the Holy Spirit work in and through you tonight as you tell your journey to breaking strongholds and receiving that breakthrough that can only happen through God. Right, right. Okay. Well, thanks, Franny. Um, It is really good to be here. And when Franny, well, first of all, when I met Franny, I knew that she was just a light and she has been such a blessing to me and just, I mean, one of my closest friends and right. I mean, it doesn't matter online. Your tribe is your tribe. And I just love her to pieces. And so when she asked me to come on at first, I was a little nervous, but then I realized that I can help and talk about breaking strongholds and things that I've been through and hopefully help even the one soul who is out there. So um, my story starts way, way, way back um, in my teens. I started smoking cigarettes at a very early age. Um, 
I just kind of was running around making some bad choices. Um, and just at that point in time, to me, it seemed like, you know, the great thing to do, the cool thing to do. Little did I know, had I known back then, that addiction is very real. And so I continued smoking and I smoked for a very, very, very long time. Um, and then just about, I guess, maybe a year and a half ago, um, well, let me back up a second. My husband also smoked um, and I am blessed to be part of a family that um, I have, uh, my boys have a different father and he is married to this wonderful woman and all four of us get along. So first of all, there's a blessing right there. That, that is a breakthrough right there. I know many people who are listening who are divorced are like, uh, that doesn't happen in every family situation. For sure. You know, we go to the four of us go to birthday parties together. We can go places. It's just, it's really great. I go walking with the boys, stepmom, they're wonderful. And so it just so happens that we all four smoked cigarettes from the time we were teenagers. Okay. So all of us. So, uh, so things were starting to come into play and, you know, I was starting to think, um, you know, am I going to smoke forever? And I really had no desire to quit. I was like, I I'm just going to smoke forever. And my husband's like, yep, we're going to smoke forever. Um, and in the meantime, God in his glory is working. So I did not grow up going to church except for when I went to granny and grandpa's house and we went to Sunday morning church in the Baptist church and we were there for hours. So growing up, I didn't really have a church upbringing. And the reason I say this is because prior to what I'm getting ready to talk about, I could kind of sense that things were changing in my world. And it started out kind of slow, but then as you kind of look back, you can see Jesus was just kind of there knocking on my door. He was starting to show up like, or I was starting to listen more likely. I think he was all, let me, let me, let me switch that around real quick. He was always there. I started to be aware of that. Um, I think I was angry for a long time and, you know, just trying to fill things. And so I started becoming more aware. And when I did that, the more I became aware, the more I started, you know, I started reading my Bible a little bit and just growing closer. And finally, as I did that, my desire to want to smoke was lessening. And so what ended up happening was I just said, you know what, I, I'm, I'm here. I'm Jesus. Take me here. I am help me. And at around the same time, the boy's um, father and his wife, they said, you know what, we're thinking about quitting smoking. And I was like, Shh, are you kidding me? I'm thinking about quitting smoking too. And, and my talk to my husband, he's like, well, I'm thinking about quitting smoking too. So somehow all four of us decided after smoking all this time that we all were going to quit. And Franny, as you know, we did. 
the boy's father and um, they, they quit first about a week or two before us. And then we quit and all four of us had been smoking for 30 years. All four of us quit within two weeks of each other and have stayed that way to this day. God is good. It is just so remarkable to me because you hear about people who take years and years and they can never break the stronghold. You hear about people who are on nicotine or Nicorette, pardon me, and who are on Chantix or whatever the, you know, the drugs are and everything like that. And they have withdrawal and they do all the things. And the fact that y'all just like that quick cold turkey. I mean, there's so many miracles to that too. Like just the fact that unbeknownst to you, they were like, oh, we're thinking about doing it. And you're like, wait, 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 what? And then you come home and Josh is like, yeah, I was actually thinking about it too. So like the fact that like God almost gave you that support system and that, that strengthening community, if you will, too. Like, and also if Josh weren't able to quit or if he chose not to quit, that may have been hard or vice versa. If you chose like, oh, I'm just going to still keep doing this. You know, the fact that you two together did it probably helped as well. Don't you think? Absolutely. And, um, like, you know, I have, I have three children and I quit smoking cold Turkey when I was pregnant with them. Right. But I eventually went back. Right. Like I couldn't, the, it was so strong. It was such a stronghold mm-hmm. over me. Um, and you know, part of me is embarrassed about it, but I also know that my mess is my message, right? Like this mm-hmm. is what we do. Mm-hmm. And not a one of us used things to help us quit. We quit cold Turkey. That's just remarkable. I mean, <laughs> The fact, like I just said, you know, that it is such a stronghold for so many people and that you've been doing it for 30 years, you know, and you really had, you probably had bouts where you, you know, tried to quit. Had you had that in your past where you were like, okay, I'm going to stop quitting or besides your pregnancies, had you quit other times? Um, so I had talked about it, but Mm -hmm. I could never even bring myself to remotely start it. Um, and Josh never, I mean, you know, and it just was never something that I, I, would constantly say, I don't even know what that's like to be a non-smoker. I'm, I'm never going to be able to quit. I'm never going right. to be able to do it. And here I am, you know, and here we all are to talk about it. Well, I just love it because I mean, not only, I mean, not only are your lungs thanking you for it and your kids' lungs thanking you for it. And, you know, just, I mean, Michelle's a school teacher for those of you, I don't think I mentioned that in the beginning, but you know, you can smell somebody's smoke when they come in, you know, if they've just been driving to school or whatever, you know, your little kids, the impact that they would have had, you know, that would have impacted them and all that. So I just think that for so many reasons, it's just, it's just such a miraculous story. And I love to that, you know, your ex and his wife came to you and were like, uh, by the way, Michelle, I want to circle back to some things because you had mentioned, you know, some really profound things in terms of your faith walk and like really just how you mentioned, you know, God was always there. He was always talking. And, you know, we prefaced this before we spoke today, uh, before we started recording that, you know, just like in the garden of Eden, like he will come and he will pursue you. Um, and I know you mentioned going to granny and grandpa's, you know, and having your baptist, but then you also kind of fast forwarded and were like, well, I read my Bible. Like, can you walk us through a little bit about like how you came to know the Lord or what was your relationship with like, besides the Baptist church that led you to this point of like starting to hear from God? Because I feel like, you know, a lot of women ask me like, I don't know if I'm hearing from God, you know, or Mm -hmm. I don't know what he's saying. And so how did you start to kind of recognize that still small voice, if you will? Right. Right. Okay. So, cause, and let me tell you, I still, you know, and I'll even tell you Franny, when we're talking, I'll say, I'm not sure if it was me. I think it would, you know, but, (laughs) but so Yes. So 
I think a big piece of it was that just that I was willing Mm -hmm. that I wasn't, you know, having this, like this huge wall inside me that I was willing to kind of stop and listen, to be still, right. To be still and know. And I think part of it too was, um, I thought, (laughs) I thought he was such a stern, I don't know why I thought this, but growing up, I thought he was this like stern, angry, you know, man sitting on, you know, with a trident and, you know, all these things, but he's not, he Mm -hmm. loves us and Mm -hmm. he is such a good father and he has this unfailing love and, you know, that Jesus was sent for, uh, like to save us. And so I think as I was starting to know, because I, I did not know, and I didn't know what I didn't know. I had no idea. Right. And as I started to learn and started to open up and like I said, I mean, he was there and I just started to listen. Yeah. I love that too, though, because you go back to the beginning and as you've known, you've done some, you know, many of my programs, Michelle's like just such a, you know, favored, favored friend of that. Uh, but with knowing your identity, you know, comes from knowing God's identity, like who is God? Because if you're created in his image, then you know who you are, but we first have to go back to the heart of the father and he wants what's best for you. And there's no condemnation for that person who's listening today, that listener who's out there like, well, I smoke. Well, guess what? God still loves you. He loves everybody. I eat, you know, chocolate chips. I had a whole handful tonight. Okay. Let's just be real. And like, there's sin is sin. You know, if you cheat on your taxes or you cheat on your husband, like no matter what sin is sin. So we're just going to start there. So I hope that that person listening is hearing that, but I love that you said that I just took time to be still because I feel like in our culture, in our society, you know, the present day busy is a badge of honor, you know? And so the fact that you slowed down, what is God saying to me? What is he speaking to my heart? You know, there's an expression that says that God doesn't have a speaking problem, but we have a listening problem, you know? And I think that's what it comes down to as well is like, you started to tune in a little bit more. He was always speaking, but now you were tapping into, you know, the hearing and you're like, Oh, that's what you're saying. Oh, so I was, I was listening to, I was reading his word and listening to it and taking it in. And there was a sense of joy. Like there was just a sense of joy in me. And I knew that was coming from something more than just me. Totally. Totally. And that's where we know the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's this whole month, this whole month of Adar. So, well, let me ask you this, because obviously you talked a little bit about how your faith, you know, obviously where you came from and then what led you to today, were there times on your journey, Michelle, I know you mentioned you like kind of quit cold Turkey, but were there times where you wavered or were you strengthened and maybe have brought other people along with you? Tell us a little bit about your faith walk through, you know, this breaking of the stronghold. Right. So Um, After that, you know, like the first beginning part was a little bit tough, but what was interesting is, you know, I thought that it was going to be a huge battle and it wasn't. And I'm not saying that there weren't, you know, days and that there aren't still sometimes, you know, I'll get a smell of it sometimes right now. It really doesn't smell good to me anymore. Thank goodness. Right. But Um, I remember I would walk a lot. I would walk, you know, 
and when I when it first happened, and I would see like a pack, like a trash, a pack of cigarettes, you know, trash laying there, and I would just look at it and go, mm -mm, I'm not falling for it. I'm not going for it. You know, the enemy knows how to play tricks. Nope, I'm not falling for it. You're not the boss of me, and so you know, nobody likes a bully. I told you, and so. Yeah. Um, just knowing that and just praying and saying, God, give me the strength. You are my strength. And, uh, you know, in human strength alone, we can't do it, but with him, all things are possible. And, and he has brought me through and continues to do so. Amen. And I love that you just talked about literally like speaking out loud. You and I've talked about that before. And I love how you're like, if somebody was here, they think I'm crazy because you just talk about, you talk to the enemy and guess what? You know, it tells us in Ephesians six, like we fight a spiritual battle. It is here. It's among us. I mean, even though it's happening in the heaven, it's happening in the heavenlies. Like it's very much here. That pack of cigarettes was planted there for you. You know what I mean? It was like Absolutely. A, little, a little bait to lure you in like, Oh, Michelle, do you want this? And you're like, you know? And so I love that you're able to like renounce it, right? Go back to the pit of hell where you came from cigarettes, go back, whatever it was, Newports or Virginia Slims. <laughs> I don't know what they were. I just remember those Virginia Slims. They looked so pretty back in the day when people would smoke them. They were like so pretty. Yeah. Well, I guess the question I have for you, you know, obviously cigarettes are a stronghold. Alcohol is a stronghold. Shopping is a stronghold. Social media is a stronghold. Sugar is a stronghold. Like there's so many different things and we all struggle. And that's why I was so excited to have you on today is because while yours is specifically to cigarettes, like many of these things could be transferable, if you will, you know, the, the hearing the still small voice of God, spending time with him, getting to know his identity. And you just mentioned there, right there, um, you know, just really taking the time to, to walk and like talk it out, you know, talk to the enemy, you know, where he is. So what would you say to that woman who's listening today, who's wanting or needing deliverance from a long-term stronghold, no matter what the vice is? Right. No matter what it is, it could be a relationship. It could be, I mean, anything I'm, I'm still, you know, working on them. Um, I feel like just, you know, if he can do it for me, he can do it for you with God all things are possible. If you need some strength, go read Psalms, go read Psalms all through it. It talks about God's character. It talks about him being our strength. Um, Psalm 40 talks about how he lifts us out of the pit. He heard our cry. He wants to help us. He wants to help us get through it. And I think no one says it's going to be easy, right? But let him give him, let his unfailing love wrap you, yeah. take his hand and let him pull you out and he can do it. And I know some people might be like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yes, you can with him, with his strength. Yes, you can. Yeah. I have faith. Have Amen. faith. Well, and I love that you say too, you know, reading through the Psalms, like I always resonate with David, who's written many of the Psalms and how he's in these caves and he's hiding in the dark. And, you know, David is kind of like this, you know, and for those listeners <laughs> kind of up and down, he's very unstable. He's like, oh my gosh, why are you doing this to me, doing this to me, Lord? And then he's like, but I love you, Lord. You know, he's kind of like all over the place, almost like bipolar. And I think it's so great because it really shows us the realness and the reality of the heroes of the Bible that we are to go and seek wisdom and be able to say, you know what, 
they've gone before us. Like, let's learn from them. Let's learn from their mistakes and let's learn from, you know, their faith and things like that. So I love that you have been able to not only point us to the Psalms, but also be that beacon of light for us as well, for those people who are, you know, struggling with something and, you know, people on this show, and I know you're an avid listener and I'm grateful for that. I struggle you guys. Like I have not fully arrived. Like the sugar has, it doesn't have the same control over me, but I still struggle with it all the time. And I have prayed for, you know, God to like literally change my taste buds. I've prayed for him to, you know, I want to take it all away, but I think that, you know, and I don't want to negate your own personal breakthrough, but the fact that it was like, not only a double portion of breakthrough, it was a quadruple portion of breakthrough. Mm. And just to have your kids have that experience and to see that in all four of you and their own health being impacted by the secondhand smoke. And there's just so much goodness in this whole story. And so I certainly hope that people are just being just encouraged and inspired. Like you said, if it can happen for you, it can happen for them. It can. And, you know, and the thing I was just thinking about, Franny, because I'm I'm the same, sugar is just, it's a hard one. Yeah. And I'm still trying to break that stronghold. I'm still working on it. And I pray over it every day. And I mean, it's been my whole life and I'm still, but I'm not, I'm not going to give up. I have faith, yeah. right? I have faith that um, he will come through and, and. So it might not be a overnight right. thing, but stay there. Hit, what is it? His strength is made, made perfect, perfect in our weakness. Mm-hmm. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I just want to give a quick little funny story because Michelle and I did a cleanse back in November together. And you have to tell them on the first day of the cleanse, we did a sugar <laughs> cleanse y'all. And on the first day of the cleanse, Michelle was like, you have got to be kidding me. Tell them what happened on that Monday morning. <laughs> right. Okay. So it was Monday morning and you know, day one, day one. Yeah. Yeah. So day one, you get up, you're not having the coffee with all the like creamer and sugar in it. You're not doing it. And, um, so I can't remember why I was home, but my, I think I had an appointment, but my kids were getting ready to go to school and my next door neighbor, bless his heart. He's so sweet. He comes over with this gigantic bag from IHOP and it's at like eight o'clock in the morning and someone, you know, the DoorDash driver had delivered the IHOP and he said it had been delivered to him on, on accident. It must be for us. So in my head, I'm thinking, first of all, there's a gigantic bag of IHOP and I can smell the bacon. I can smell the bacon. It's calling to me. And then, and the, the pancakes, I mean, that's what they are, right? And then I thought, oh, well, maybe my oldest son had ordered it for some who knows reason and had it delivered, but he hadn't. So then I had to take the IHOP back because I couldn't keep it because it sat on there. And I was like, and I'm, and I'm telling Franny, I said, you got to be kidding. You got to be kidding. You got to be kidding. So I finally gave it back to him. And I said, you have to take this IHOP. Like, I, I can't okay. have it. Right. Yeah. And then I think like the next day I went to work and there was donuts there and I took a picture of them and I'm like, I just can't, I just can't. And it was like teacher appreciation week. And yeah. then they were like, they came around with a treat tray and you're yes. like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like every single day there was something. And it just reminds me of James one, you know, James one tells us that, that God will give us tests but the enemy gives us trials. Right. Right. And so it's just such a good reminder. Like God was like testing you like, okay, well, how badly do you want it? You know? And so I love that you have been able, I mean, you overcame that, you know, and you went through the, you know, a couple of weeks cleanse and whatever, but um, Michelle and I, I'm so excited because we're both doing something for gut health, you guys right now to really kind of help us 
recalibrate, you know, the way that God naturally designed this. Cause that is the sugar piece. Like the more that I've learned about it, the more that I've learned that that is, it's such a stronghold, you know, because it is, it's physiologically, it's something that's happening inside of our body. So there's that. Yes. Well, Michelle, I have some fun Q and a that I want to just go ahead and ask you right now before we uh, finish up, because I always love for people to get to know you like the real you, you know? So tell me like mountains or ocean oceans um but I don't go in the water <laughs> are you afraid of what's in the water yes <laughs> oh my god yes well would you do a lake or are you afraid of like gators I, I might do a lake I mean I love I take my kids to the beach we love the ocean atmosphere and I just you know I love it but I, I'm scared that I don't know maybe a jellyfish I don't know I need to get over that fear you are so cute. Why well, you're not alone. A lot of people are afraid of like jaws coming out or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we just got whenever salty or sweet. What's your favorite sweet treat? Ooh, chocolate. Okay. I'm a big chocolate fan. Are you a dark chocolate, milk chocolate? Like I you- am all the chocolate. You're like, it does. It's non-discretionary. It chocolate. does not matter. <laughs> yep. I've never seen a Reese's peanut butter cup. I don't like, I haven't yet. Yeah, they're so good. Have you seen the new Reese's peanut butter cups with potato chips? What? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. They're disgusting. I mean, I just saw it at the checkout the other day when I was at the grocery store and I was like, what Reese's pieces with or Reese's cups, whatever. I don't like Reese's pieces. I do like Reese's cups. Let's just be real. Cause anything chocolate and peanut butter is always good for sure. Okay. Um, your best eighties dance team. Cause you and I always talk, we're like Millie Vanilli, new kids on the block. Like you and I are all up in that business. Uh, I know. I know. I, I, I remember calling you from, tra- from Trader Joe's <laughs> just like with the music that they're playing. I don't know if I can pick just one. Um, yeah, I mean, 80s, 90s, you and I love it. I'm thinking- Do you have a favorite band? Were you like into New Kids on the Block like I was? I was into the NKOTB. I was, oh, yeah. um, and I mean, I just, I loved it all. I loved the hard rock. I loved the all, all oh. of it. I was just, I mean, and I still do, let's be honest. I mean, I still- love it. And I'll dance along to it and sing too. No Girl, problems. I, I love it. I love some eighties. You stuff. and I are kindred spirits in that way. Amen. I'm, I know. I love how we do that. All right. So Michelle, I'm going to put in the show notes. I'm going to give them your social, you know, how to find yeah. you on social on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. And you have a Facebook group too, which I always laugh at the post you have in there. You have a lot of fun, fun posts. I mean, you've got some serious ones in there too, but you have some really fun things in there. that are like little memes and whatnot. Right. right. Can we add that in the show notes as well? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Come, um, you know, it's just some fun, inspirational things in there. And, um, you know, I want to be able to help anyone I can. I'm, I'm here. Well, and that's what we love about you is your heart is so big. And so I'm so blessed. So, well, thank you so much for being here, sweet sister friend. And I know that the people who are listening are inspired, like, wow, that's an amazing story for people for, for the price of one. That's how God works. Y'all he is in that. He is in not into addition. He's into multiplication. So believe it that not only if it can only happen for Michelle, they can happen for you and those around you. So I'm believing that for you today. Well, thank you, sweet friend. I appreciate you. Love you. Thank you so much. Until next time. Keep on shining, sister.